Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, we're going to catch up with Coach Ev and Uncle Freestyle in La Mission, talking about a little thing called fear. All right, what kind of ideas do you have for this recording, Uncle? What should be, what's the topic? Okay, the topic is, we talked about the other day, we kind of mentioned fear and overcoming fear. Which is, like which is an impediment to, to better surfing. It really kind of hobbles you and kind of takes over your rationale. Mm-hmm. So we need to really find ways to get on top of our fear so that we can you know, surf better. Yeah, that, that's really good one. I think a lot of people, a lot of surfers have been, you know, immobilized by fear often times in the ocean it just you know you it's it's very easy for for fear to come into the equation because mother ocean is so powerful it's fickle powerful and it is can be a deadly force so it needs to be handled with it's reverence it's a, it's a natural thing to be scared of the ocean you know like kids yeah. a lot of kids you are very scared of and so right away i would just say that you know like we always talk about with the surf continuum is is bringing yourself up the right way and introducing yourself properly to the ocean by by going step by step you know like the way we learned how to surf and the way we learned how to be comfortable in the ocean was a lot of time and starting from a very young age really close to shore only playing around in that little tiny the tiny little waves on the inside here at La Miss because this you you learned very quick that as soon as you got into knee deep water whoa you could start feeling the power a lot more you could get ripped off your feet real easy get into waist deep water oh shit now we're really pushing the boundaries as a kid because out here you could get into trouble that quick you know you could slip into a little hole there's all those like deep holes out there and all of a sudden you would have to be treading water in a in the real in the real life situation you know this was not a pool anymore of standing water where you could mess around and feel comfortable being in a 15 foot deep end this was i just got pulled off of being able to stand and oh i remember that feeling of fear like right away oh shit i don't know all of a sudden i i can't get right back onto the to the sand and I'm I'm letting that little bit of fear which can quickly turn to panic yeah. in the ocean set in and and that's I think the best way to learn how to conquer your fear is to 
builds yourself up properly, work on the inside, learn how to body surf and get through those shore pounding slammers that is that your entry, the gateway to surfing, you know, Good is point. right there's a there natural progression the there and there are steps you can take to overcome that fear. And what you just said was fear leads to panic. Therein lies a, a really serious situation. Uh, fear is normal and that's okay because we can deal with that. Panic is something that we can't allow to seep in because panic <coughs> will create a, a really not only unfavorable but dangerous situation. What your body goes through naturally in a panic mode, sometimes we call it the fight or flight. There's many ways to look at it, but you know, there's no matter how you look at it, it it's not a good it's not a good situation to be in that that panic it it tends to burn calories at a really high rate right. of which you want to preserve in that moment when you've gotten yourself into the situation that you didn't really plan on right and that's part of the preparation is the mental preparation for getting into a situation cheers uncle so the main thing i would think right off again is being uh, being comfortable swimming around in the ocean without a board so really i think a lot of surfers or people who even call themselves surfers who haven't first conquered body surfing then they've the missed they've missed a huge part of it for one body surfing i think is the purest form of surfing it's the most it's like the most fun you don't need anything you don't even need fins you go out there if you got a dial then start catching waves like a dolphin and flying down the line and punching back through you right. just get so many right. amazing parts of surfing just without even a board yeah i heard you've developed a couple new techniques as a little offshoot yeah the dolphin the yeah. dolphin body surf where you don't you're you're behind the you're underneath the surface of the water and still tapping the source you you see this little wave coming towards you, you get down, you go under the water early, you're basically like on the sea floor. If you hmm. don't have fins on, this is how I do it. You duck down and you get on the sea floor, let, and you have to have your eyes open because you see the wave roll up on you, coming towards you, and then right as it rolls over the top of you, you kick off the bottom, but then you have to angle your head down towards the, the sea floor. You have to be at a really hard angle for yourself to catch the wave from underneath yeah, the water. This, this I gotta see. I know it's 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 just it sounds. You gotta check it out. You it know, there's a lot of great true. surfers that that can do it, and I'm sure a ton more body surfers who have just focused focused on body surfing. Mm -hmm. But now I'm getting to the point where I can take off under the water and when it gives me the the most amount of push and drive mm -hmm. i can angle my my head up a little bit and it shoots me out of the out of the wave face like mm -hmm. mid face on yeah. the wave going towards shore yeah. then you kind of straighten out a little bit and this crazy vortex of, mm -hmm. of water and somehow you tap into you the energy the that underlying energy we think of it only on the surface and yet the whole wave form and the motion of a wave 
has a has a certain energy that you can tap into, which sounds like what you've done. Oh my gosh, it's but, it's amazing. But yes, getting, getting back to getting it. back to that. The point being is that you you should be comfortable in the water without a flotation device. We were or talking without about a developing this this safety course through this for the surf continuum and and i i nominate you as one of the you know one of the best fits for the for the position is teaching people how to get comfortable in the ocean without a board learning how to get through the shore pound learning how to deal with rip tides learning how to catch waves mm -hmm. body surfing all those things i mean really when i when i think of the building blocks of surfing i don't see how you can be a, a well-balanced surfer without that in your possession that yeah strength it, it'll come swing. in handy it'll come in handy at, at just the right moment um on I can, stormy yeah. big days yeah, i can think of many many conditions where i have been separated from my board sometimes the leash is broken maybe i didn't wear a leash uh, usually in that situation a leash breaks when you find yourself in you in in large ominous dangerous conditions uh, it's happened to all of us who've surfed big waves e eventually you will you will experience a situation where you're you're all alone and you're gonna rely on your wits and calm your wits and calm are your your two your best tools you may not even have the physical you may not be up to uh, the, the, the the physical level that you that you want to be in or that you should be in because let's face it this is not something large waves or, or is not uh, uh, something that you should you should take lightly right. you should consider the the risks involved and 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 that that being said, you, sh you should you should begin a pro uh, you know a, a program where you're prepping yourself for this inevitable situation. This will happen to you, yeah. and this is another reason why we try to really talk a lot and and work on kicking out and finishing our ways with mm. our boards because way too many surfers are relying on that mm. leash and stressing that leash constantly constantly over the year that when the surf gets mm. big it's just when you need it, it it's not it's there gonna fail mm -hmm. it's gonna fail you know you can't rely on that leash every yeah. once in a while you have to but I would limit that as much as possible and then also practice when when you can comfortably do it and not put anybody else in in danger go surf without a leash and feel what it's like to lose your board and have to swim in through the breakers mm -hmm. make your way back to the beach find your board all those things you know hopefully set it up again safely like on a big stretch of beach break where nobody's around and your board's not going to get trashed if you lose it yeah and ideally with another person if possible mm -hmm. so you're not surfing alone um, although we all do it uh, it's if, if you're in a if you're practicing for something like that in big waves it, it's good to have a partner so I want to talk more about that that switch from oh I'm all good mm -hmm. to not, I'm fucked not so good anymore and I'm actually scared for my life you know you really should 
it should be like a, a trigger. As soon as you say something like that to yourself, I'm fucked, what am I gonna do? That's the trigger to wind it back. Okay, I know that going down this road is gonna do me no good in this position. I know, you know, think back to this cast. Remember when Coach Chris said, just keep your wits about you and stay calm mm -hmm. and, see, and, and let your mind actually do what it's supposed to do, which is help you through this situation. As soon as you let panic come in, it's like a fog. You can't see, you can't, you can't act, you can't react the way you normally would. So addressing it, learning, yourself and and how when you go to that place mm. that's the perfect opportunity to train it out of your your psyche and out of your your new bag of tricks is when i get myself in a pickle i kind of learned this from uncle anth is i start laughing at myself i laugh at the position that i'm in because it there's usually some kookery involved there's an element Something. of kookery involved for sure. I put myself in the position for one. So again, talking back to knowing your limits, you know, this is another big one that we always talk about is just know your limits. You can save yourself a lot of heartache and possibly a lot of decline in your surfing from a really scary incident if you don't put yourself into that terrible situation. There's a lot of people who really don't know where their limits fall. You and I can look out at the ocean in front of us, especially somewhere that we know well, like La Mission, we know so intimately that we can look out there and the jump from it being two to three foot to four to six and just seeing how violently the waves are actually breaking and all of a sudden now the tubes, when the wave is tubing, it's blowing sand out the back. There's all these little cues that you need to be tuned into to help you be prepared and mm -hmm. just know what you're looking at and know not to put yourself right. into terrible situations. Right, there are a couple different elements. There's the, there's the physical element of putting yourself into the exactly the, the wrong place, like you said, the, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's big and it's, and if it, you, there's, there's that sandy churning over the fall situation. Now, I've been in it and, you know, I've been pulled over the falls the wrong way and, and just found myself uh, in that situation. So you kind of want to prevent, you want to try to prevent that at all costs. That's the physical aspect of it. Then there's the mental aspect of not letting your mind go to that panic state. So you have to mitigate both these things. You have to work on being in a physical shape that can get you out of a certain location, literally, whether it's a boil, a pit, um, being on the inside, getting caught on the inside when there's, you know, 10 foot waves coming at you. And you've got, uh, you're, again, you're, each time you go through that, you're testing your leash, your leash is getting stretched, it's getting, and then bam, sure enough, that leash will break. Well, this finally, yes, this, I wanted to talk about this, this story, cause we didn't, we recorded the other day and we caught, we thought we got it, but we didn't get it. But it's one of the wildest stories that we have of surfing together and it, it and it just, all those pieces that you just talked about, getting caught inside, having to test the leash, uh, being in just the worst place at the, you know, at the right time. Um, 
was was that epic day at Hamburgesa, right down, right up the road from us. And I want to replay that one because I know that people are going to enjoy this story. And you stayed calm when everybody else was tripping. We thought you were like done. We thought you were in like a really bad position that we even we couldn't help you. Nobody can really help you unless they have a ski and they're willing to go into like the boneyard, mm-hmm. you know? So I want to replay the story um, at Hamburgesa. We're all surfing Uncle Anth, Chaser, myself and Uncle Chris, and, and it's kind of busy, you know? It's right around the holidays, but it's pumping big. And at Hamburgesa, at the top of the point, it goes basically to dry reef and those unimpeded big winter ocean swells come right up on there and suck completely dry and throw a giant lip big old tube and it lands on almost you know with maybe an inch of water on them and just explodes and that's what you're looking at when you're taking off on on basically the shoulder which is the you know the first place that you can safely get into the wave and Again, it's kind of busy and and we're all a little bit on edge. Maybe we're not on the right boards, whatever. It's not like just going swimmingly for anybody other than maybe Uncle Anth. And then we see Uncle pull a major freestyle move and start paddling to the north, basically right into the lion's den, right through that section of reef that we've been seeing these mutant slabs come in and break top to bottom. And everyone's thinking like, oh God, I would never go anywhere closer than this hundred yards that we're away from it right now. And okay, here goes Uncle Freestyle. He's paddling directly. He's not paddling out and around to set him up on the left. He's going straight through the belly of the beast and seemingly just on a little Sunday stroll through the park. Sunday stroll, good (laughs) good setup there, Ev. I'll try to remember back to that moment. It was, it's hard to forget that. Uh, Certainly that episode is, uh, it's etched in my memory and yours and anyone else who happened to be there watching that point. Um, So I, you know, being goofy foot, uh, I saw that left and I, I, no one was on it uh, for good reason because it was a slab, but it was so big that it was, uh, it, it looked makeable. Well, yeah, it was breaking, starting yeah. way out. It was and starting way out. into the slab if and you got it just right. I maybe. should have taken a different trajectory to get to that takeoff point. And that's, that's you know, uh, that's a judgment, that's another judgment call, a little bit of kookery involved there to take a shortcut, you know. Again, yes. there are no shortcuts. <laughs> especially in this sport. So I head over there and, and I'm, it's, it's, it's all working fine. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit on the inside in that rocky boneyard, uh, which is part of the reason they call it Ambergesas. Yes. That's, that's kind it'll of grind you up, yeah, right up. It'll grind you up. And uh, there, I, I guess I, you guys had a better view of the outside set coming in because I was inside underneath it and sure enough, I see looming on the horizon a, a 
a troublesome outer <clears throat> set coming in and I just put my nose down and start paddling and I think I made it over one or two. But that third one, it's always that third one. So like you said, the little slab pitched out and lo and behold, I didn't, I, it just cracked right on top of the board. I was sure the board was, was broken. Well, hold on, hold on. You oh, okay. made it under. You made it under the lip because if it landed, I mean, this, yeah. if this lip landed on you or the board, it was, like, it you was, guys would have been yeah. crushed. How are you? Hey. We, we want to work in this area. It's okay? Yeah, we're just doing a little recording right now. So if we could have, I don't know, uh, maybe 10 minutes or so. Perfect. It's okay. No problem. Thank you. Um, so so we're watching the set come in we know uncle's on the inside of it but it's like going sub sea level where you're at the water's drying off so we can't see you at all all yeah. we can see is this giant wall of water coming 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 we're figuring yeah. out when, i barely when made it under it, that lip. it finally just stands up and launches its lip and th that now i'm thinking oh he's really done because he's on the inside of him on the inside of this lip and then right at the last minute we see you punch through the lip and get slide off your board and punch through the lip and swim through the wave and then your board gets taken at mark five is gone yeah. and of course no leash in the world yeah. could handle this yeah, slab pops your leash and so you just you got through you you didn't get sucked over the falls you just you just made it and then then i mean before this we're like sitting in the lineup uncle anth is like deadpan not even looking in your direction because he's his game plan is don't let him know that he's with us right oh yeah and the he's locals now distancing are like, himself the local guys who surf there all the time they're like hey what wait what's this guy what's he doing what's he doing and they're looking at each other like fuck we're gonna have to save this guy. And and I just took Uncle Ants. I'm like, I always follow his lead. I'm like, no, he's fine, blah, blah, blah. He's gonna be fine. Um, I don't know him though. He's just, he's just a crazy dude. And um, so now you just got through this wave and you're backstroking around. You're not, yeah. you have no rush, no rush to go get the board. You know, the board's pretty much done you probably yeah. thought I, it was I, done that was a prize board and i that was my first my first concern is my poor board yeah but um, it was going to take but a i had second. to let that go i had to let that go because there was other pressing issues like save your skin save your skin spielman so yeah. th then you then you turn around like you get through that set and then you're kind of like just cruising around catching your breath you're a really good swimmer so that's something that i always f gain confidence on on when I'm when I'm when we're in big surf and stuff like that I know uncle could swim for days out there in the ocean mm -hmm. and not panic and have the energy to make it to shore when the time was right so you bob through that set and then on the back side of the set you started backstroking in yeah. right into the boneyard you have to go that was the that was the only way in and that was a that's a good point you have to wait it out you can't just start swimming in each just because you've been separated from your your board right. you have to address the, the the risks right now and 
The, and the fear, okay, so the first thing you want to do is quell that fear, because I had it, it was, yeah. it's normal. Uh, I had to put that fear down, and the way, a lot of times by, by, like you said, a backstroke is really good for biding your time. Yes. Let's say there's a, tw you know, there's, sometimes we can have 20 wave sets <laughs> in Mexico here and other places. Sunset Hawaii, you'll find the same thing. There's yeah. never seems to be a break, but there will be a break. There always is. The tide right. will, there'll be an ebb and a flow to each set. Yes. So you have to, sometimes you swim deeper out to, to yes. rest. Yes. So a backstroke, a breaststroke, a little, a little crawl freestyle, mix it up. Mix it up. That uses different muscle groups, and it, it buys you time. You get to breathe. Yeah. You get to breathe on your yeah. back consistently as much as you want, right? If you're on in the backstroke. Yeah. If you're in the backstroke, you get to have the straight breath. Not only that, it takes your vision off of the the sometimes what you're thinking is a a, a bad visual. Right. All you can see is rocks and reef, and a lot of whatever but you, if you flip over on your back you're just looking up at the sky yep just cruising you can take your mind off it for just a minute so that's what i did back then at that time um, i waited for that last of the set which i thought and then i started sprinting in on the inside because there's that there's that uh, inside section, what do we call that section, the uh, critical zone, some impact sort, zone. the impact zone. So there's that impact zone. You don't want to wallow in that when, when, there's a, when, there, when you're talking double and bigger waves yep. overhead. So you really have saved your energy at this point yes. for, this, for this sprint in. And uh, it all worked because it just, you know, I wasn't ready to, to give up at that point. Plus, I had to check out my, my poor Tom Nellis. Yeah, the old Tom Nellis. <laughs> she fared pretty good. Yeah, three and a half inches of foam is the only reason she fared exactly. well. Exactly. Because it did, it, it almost buckled the board because it, you know, it got ripped over the falls. And then, so that's where boards break. They, they make that transition. They go up and over the falls. And then where the lip is penetrating flat water, Ba boom Yeah, they get buckled. I mean, it's amazing that bodies don't get broken well, more often. Well, well, that's just the point. You do not want to get sucked over the falls at any <laughs> point. And sometimes you do need to abandon that board on that last push through. You see it in old Hawaii movie, you know. Oh, yeah. Pick pictures but you There's you know no the old Greg Knoll through this thing. wave with this not really board. you have to at some point save your skin abandon and then and then dive deep because yeah. that's where the calmness is down there right. lower you know if, if it's shallow enough reach down and give mother earth a big hug that that's time. very calming yeah that's very yes. calming if you can get down to the sand Right. So anyways, I, you got to, we got to finish up what happened to the board. It got, it got taken through this vortex of power. It ripped this huge swatch of glass. It was so strange. It just ripped off. Maybe it was a foot wide and three feet long down the mm -hmm. bottom. Yeah. Peeled it back like a can of sardines. It, it That's what it looked like. Peeled it. It was flapping. Yeah, it, it was, was a still big flapping flap. on. Uh, the Mexi guys, the Mexi glassers down here, uh, Zeke put it back together. Beautifully. Tuned it right up. Just 
reinforced it. It's yeah. it's in the shed right now. Yeah, it's, it's ready to away. it's ready to go paddle out. It's ready for its next bomber session. Hopefully, yeah. Uncle will never put it in that. <laughs> yeah, you learn your lesson. Again, you learn your lesson. Hopefully, I just that that's now that we talk about it. That's it. Really sticks out, Uncle. How cool, calm under pressure you were, and even though you were in the very worst position that any of us could ever think of. Uh, you handled it really well, you know, you just, you made it under that, that death defying lip and yeah. then you chilled out, you stroked in, the board wasn't snapped in half, it lived another day. Uh, I don't know, I feel like you paddled back out on something else. Probably because well, maybe yeah, I, I had um, two boards. I, I hope I, bring I did. Down two, I, did, I wasn't getting many. Sixteen boards, if I can. Between you guys and the locals at Ambergesa, you know, an old goofy footer ain't just not <laughs> getting a lot of. They're not handing me waves, so I, I kind of, out of desperation, <laughs> pulled that move. But uh, yeah, so just to round that out, we were talking about fear and and controlling that or mitigating that fear, yes. so that we. You know, uh, yeah, our equipment's important to us, but most important is the sanctity of our lives and those of everyone around. And when you are 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 uh, with a with with someone and and teaching, they you go through these steps. You don't just jump on the surfboard and go grab the first wave. You have a protocol, and it's not even sometimes the first day that some of the beginners will be will be on a board as much as they want to get out there and just surf. So there's a protocol, and there's a there's a certain order in which you need to, to ride to, to, to gain the best understanding and knowledge and safety of this sport is to start, like you said, start out there, learn, be, be comfortable swimming in the ocean. It's so, I can't state it enough. And, 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 and when you are in that situation, you find out there's all kinds of things that affect you. Your wetsuit might fill up with water. You, that can, that can, that, you know, we've all been in a situation where we wore the wrong size wetsuit and we've lost a, lost our board, our leash is broken. And now not only do we have to get in, we're like this balloon full of water and we're talking about kookery. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have all sorts of unplanned. Yeah, there's uh, all sorts of surprises. Inevitable kook, kooky moments. Learn Just to keep laugh your at on, yourself. Keep your head on straight, you know. Just giggle down there underwater when you're 10 feet under with another 10 feet of foam on top of that. You might as well giggle. Coopcast out. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. I have a tiny sip in there. Yeah, those will get smoother and smoother all the time. Oh the yeah, I love. And I sometimes love. we 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 bounce around, and I don't know if that's wise, but of course everybody bounces around yeah. when they fucking chat about anything. You know, even if you know what the hell you're talking about. Sometimes we try to do, and we'll try. We'll try this style too. You know, when you have an idea, you do like a ABC. Mm -hmm. Right. Just little things that, that you want to. That's what I had done about. here. The fear and the impediment. How fear is the impediment to successful surfing. Right. Fear is a normal response. Yep. To certain situation, fear can be mitigated with proper assessment and mental prep 
and physical prep. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. I mean, yeah. it's we talk about it all the time. Like, mm -hmm. it's just such a mental game, this yeah. surfing thing. It's just as important. You can be the best fit, tightest. If you don't have the medical, uh, the mental preparation, somebody who's just sloppy fat can, can fare better, even though you would think that, oh my God, I, you know, right. it's, you'd put your so, money the mind on, is so strong. Yeah, put your money on the mind. Put your money on the mind. It was. Got um, my mind on my money and my money on my mind. <laughs> That's what the title of that is Mind on the Money. <laughs> put your mind on the money. Blast, oh, those were the days. That's why I never give that up because I long for those experiences. Oh, I know. I long Talk for about that. Living, holy shit, that was some living yeah. right there. I told you about going out at Waimea that time, right? I think I told you that story too. That's oh, another hell good yeah. story. And the local, one local guy gave me some really good insight before I went out. He's just like, no, 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 you just wait for the tide to recede and then run like a motherfucker okay. and then you just jump on, jump out at bottom, yeah. bottom, right at the lowest, hopefully when there's not a set, just start paddling, 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 because you'll make it out. Getting it gets sucked, sucked out. out. Off the you beach. have to fly in at that mo down there when it oh, gets yeah. sucked in and run for it and then... The, then the, the way I got through that difficult was reading Mark Fu's chapter on, on um, North Shore Chronicles. I, that would have been a good thing like to throw that in as a footnote. If any of you oh, yeah. want to look further, if any of you want to look further into, oh. So yeah, North Shore Chronicles is, um, and Mark Fu did a chapter on Waimea and talked about all the things going on there, the boil, yes. the outside, um, what's happening under the boil. The currents. Yeah, those currents that are sucking you into that boil. Of course, I, I cooked it and went down right in the boil on like the first, yeah, I fell. Yeah. I fell right in the boil oh and uh, another couple sets came down and I, and I, went, I went down deep and I, I felt Ooh, all talk, those rocks. Talk about that, talk about, so this, when it's big, big, and you're like inevitable like i have to ditch my board and mm. i have to swim under this yeah. giant wave you do it early and you fucking swim yeah 10 15 feet well here's the problem you don't want to go any lower than you have to because when you go down 10 feet and then there's another 10 feet on top of that that just came in yeah now you've got 20 feet to to, to navigate back up. So yep. I found that, he mentioned that too, is the deeper you dive, the further you gotta come up. Yep. So you only have enough breath, you know, for a, the, the certain amount. But you don't get rocked. You don't get rocked no, you when feel you go the, down you that feel deep. that the, there's, a, there's, a equine, there's a calmness, an equanimity down there that you can't help but just um, appreciate. Accept and yeah, you have to accept it. And you know that it, it has, you have to get back out up because you need air. Um, so, oh, one point of that that they didn't mention, North Shore Mark Fu forgot to mention, is that there's a lot of foam created, a lot of foam. So on top of that water that just came in, there can be another five or more feet of this white foam. You can't breathe And you yet. think you can breathe because there's enough air in this, so your lungs naturally start to suck in and then all of a sudden they close off again because you can't you can't right really away. breathe that wet foam. 
in your lungs. Not your lungs all. can't take it. So then you have to, then you, then you, just when you think you can take a breath, you have to stop again, go back to, go back zen. to square one, go zen for another moment. Your body can do it. You're not going to black out yet. You've got a ways to go. Oh, he called it white, going from white to gray to black. Yes. Yes. And so in the in the beginning, it's just a bunch of white foam, and then as you deep go deeper, it starts turning gray, and the black has to do with partially getting lower, but also partially the oxygen in your in your brain starting to thin out, and you kind of getting into this this weird zone that but you're you're fully conscious and you're fully aware and you're fully awake but you know yeah we're having a little amigos por favor so you come back through the black into the gray the white and you get to the top and you breathe again breathe another day you got to know that that's going to that's going to happen it's not going to be the end of you you're going to get through this that's what you got to tell yourself yeah, you're got to get I'm through gonna this die no, you're going to get to that bakery over there by North Shore and have one of those <laughs> All right, sweet hold potato on one pies. <laughs> we can't record with these That's okay. Like that. I, we'll no, take that a break because they're working. That was killer. We need to get to sand and those boards. Yeah, let's do a little bit on that, that yellow board. We got to get that thing ready for Saturday. I guess we got a little swell coming. Oh, we do? Yeah. Find the little, a real Northwest swell. Oh, good. I gotta start training.